0: Um, I'm thinking on Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, like, is
1: there a linoleum city?
0: I think there is. Spatula a, city. Spatula city. Spatula city. <laughs> uh, nothing says I love you like a spatula. Like a spatula. I watched that again recently, and it's like the guy, you can't hear the couple. You hear just the VO going, you know, nothing says I love you like a spatula. But you just see the guy mouthing the words like I love you. And then, <laughs> and then he smiles in that like sort of like exposed teeth way where he's yeah. like,
1: yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's like that meme, the the um, those uh, the middle class fancy memes, or mm-hmm. yeah, where it's like the two guys that are making the jokes, and then the the one guy in the meme yeah. is like, <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like when you tell a child to smile for a photo, they don't want to smile yeah. for, and they just make the ugliest <laughs> face. That's no, just how, like yeah, it's just yeah, I do like that about kids. Their insolence is great. Yeah, those ins, I love. I love a child I insulins. love insolence. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hey Chelsea. Hey Victoria. Oh hey. Um. You know what I need today? What? A breath of fresh movie. Me too. Yay. Yay. <laughs> This is a Breath of Fresh movie, a weekly podcast where me, Victoria Harley, And me, Chelsea Pope. We watch a movie neither one of us has ever seen before, and then we talk about it behind its back. Behind its back. Ew. But we usually
1: say nice stuff. We do. So it's nothing I wouldn't say to their face. Right. And they were around. We may not. Talk about everything. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I was being insolent. Yeah, I liked I was being it. being insolent. We may not talk about everything, but we will talk about anything. So ding, ding, ding.
0: Spoilers ahoy, matey. <laughs> Heading out for port of whatever. I'm an I, insolent I, child I, pirate. You know, it's been like however many episodes. I still have not taken the time to just learn a little more lingo than... You know, ahoy, mateys! Ahoy, mateys! I've you know. asked there. Avast there. Uh, i I I uh, like fr- every, shiver me timbers. Every week I freeze up. So you're just no. I just
1: I just I just I've been on just tired well, of the, I've been on Pirates impro- of the Caribbean. You you're know? an improv
0: genius as Why well. Why is man. all the
1: rum gone? Okay, now I'm out. Why now is now all the I'm rum out. gone? Now I'm out.
0: Grog, mix it like you know. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe they got another season of Our Flag Means Death. I like I, wanted, I only watched the first couple
1: episodes. I wanted to
0: like it so badly, I too. and I just
1: it, the energy wasn't like I don't know. Maybe maybe it gets better as it goes. I mean, there are definitely some very avid fans. Yeah, it must be.
0: Um, I let. I mean, again, I love the idea of it. Yeah, same. Because um, I love pirate lore and I love queer pirate lore. Yeah, it's well, not there, talked about I enough. Mean,
1: there's there's yeah. there's so much to mine there. But it's it is a little like yeah that, the mm-hmm. first episode a couple episodes it's very chatty yeah but in a in a it's I, too again I want it, it's flat flabby chatty I but you know what, like who, who, who who am I to, who yeah. am I to fucking talk I haven't well, made, I
0: haven't made a hit show we don't have much information about that so we can't talk about that but we could talk about oh what Carmen Jones oh, today's movie that's right bringing it back that's
1: right. Which, I'm excited about uh, it. Let's do this.
0: Which premiered in October of 1954. I saw a lot of different dates. Sometimes you type into Google, like, when was it released? And it mm-hmm. gives you, like, bam, here.
1: Just that. And then I go to yeah.
0: newspapers.com and type in that date, and it's like, there's nothing, because it's not out yet.
1: Interesting. Well, let I mean, you know, it's, like, limited release. So yeah, it's like that's true. it's re-releases. Is interesting. Yeah, you know? how
0: it's, like, sometimes theaters, like, there'll literally be a headline that's, like, Carmen Jones coming next week. Yeah. You know, like the anticipation of a movie coming in is kind of like, I don't know. I mean, I'm excited for movies today, but yeah, it's different. Yeah, it's different. Anyway, other movies that were out when Carmen Jones came out, uh, I froze up there for a second like a robot, uh, is Father Brown, White Christmas, Naked Alibi, Overland Pacific, The Naughty Widow, Strange Woman. Ramrod, <laughs> which I've seen it. I'm still thinking about Naughty. Women. Yeah, we should
1: put that on the list. We
0: could and a Million Dollar Mermaid. That's an Esther Williams movie. Oh,
1: I'd be interested in Million Dollar Mer. I like I like movies that say million. I, I like Million, million dollar, dollar Duck. Yeah, there's million also dollar
0: uh, Million Dollar Legs. That's a movie from like. We should first, just do a, a, million whole, a Million Dollar series. A Million
1: Dollar series. Uh, there's others. Yeah. Oh shit! Then we'd have to watch Million Dollar Baby. Oh. No, I've already seen it, so we wouldn't have
0: to. We could just. We could do a brief. We could just not. Just not. Yeah. Um, Someone's like, don't talk shit about Million million Dollar Baby. I know. Right. Oh, how dare you. So, uh, Carmen, the opera. I've never seen it. I am familiar Mm -hmm. vaguely with the story. Um, But not, you know, it's not like a thing that was taught. You know, I don't know where I picked that up. I'm kind of like, I must have seen some kind of adaptation it's been referenced a lot. I mean it is referenced a lot. And I would say, um And there is Carmen the hip Hopera.
1: Oh, see, and I do remember when that was playing when that came out and that was on MTV. Yeah. And you got Beyonce playing Carmen. Carmen. I don't remember really watching it. I remember it being on and I, didn't I really remember watch it being it. promoted. Um, <laughs> I will say my familiarity with Carmen. Yeah. Um, well it started I mean, you know, I've heard the you know, you hear that stuff the the first like tangible memory is um one of the the greatest episodes of children's television of all time is hey Arnold's what's opera Arnold and it's fucking awesome <laughs> I love Hey Ar- I love hair hey Arnold yes we by established the way. this yeah um, okay I just wanted to let's drive <laughs> no it's good it's on brand it's it's it is such a great you know it's only the half episode I could have watched a full I don't remember the first um I don't remember the first segment of that episode. I just remember that this this part is the second part of the episode, and it's awesome. Yeah. And for whatever reason, they're taking these fourth graders to the opera. Okay. And they they uh, Arnold falls asleep in the theater, and he's imagining himself as as uh, as the as the main character, mm-hmm. and his crush is Carmen. Then Helga falls asleep, and she imagines herself as Carmen. And, oh, my God, it's so good. We have to watch it. It's so, okay. And then I did actually end up watching um, an adaptation of this that I believe the Met had put on, um, or it was through the National. I don't remember. During lockdown, mm-hmm. um, there were, they, they would they would do these. This is how I also got to watch the Midsummer Night's Dream with right, um, right, 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 Wendell and Christie right. uh, in it. And... Um, you know, they would show, oh, this, we're going to play, you're, you get free access to this one, like, live stream through the website. So I got to watch Carmen mm. that way. And there are still clips of it. There might even be a bootleg or a, a, a slime tutorial of it um, on YouTube. It's a, fantastic. Uh, Carmen Explained. Carmen <laughs> Explained. Um, but there's definitely those. Um I do, yeah. Living I, I very things. much Carmen. <laughs> yeah. I, I plot do, holes, plot holes, plot, plot holes. Yeah, yeah, plot. Yeah, this so, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, cinema's operasins, operasins. <laughs> just <laughs> where are the are the children? Where the children singing at the cigarette factory? <laughs> 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 it's so good. Why isn't Carmen dressed like the other lady? Oh my god. Oh, they just <laughs> I know. Uh, um, yeah, it's. Uh, well, this guy's got mommy issues. Yeah. Um and yeah, that's it's but I do really like this musical and that's why and I think I was watching some retrospective or something like that that mm-hmm. made Carmen Jones come up on my radar. That's why I right,
0: right. pitched it. Yeah. I'm really glad we watched it. I, I am glad. No, no, <laughs> yeah. no. This was great. Um and you know, the opera Carmen originally is about, yes, a a cigarette maker and a Cavalry soldier, yeah, who fall in love cigarette girl, and the and instead of like a prize fighter, it's a bullfighter that mm-hmm. she ends up you know leaving him for. Spoiler alert! No, um, oh, no, it's been updated to kind of World War Two era American South, and it has an exclusively black cast, and so now it's a parachute factory worker and a GI who's about to go to flying school. Um, and like, there's a series of events that brings Carmen and him together, and right. you know, like we can get into all that. Oh, but sure. But of course, it all ends in tragedy, and you know, like it's most operas do. Yeah, from
1: the very beginning. Oh,
0: it's not like we know. And we the know.
1: lyrics, it, I I will say, I really liked, you know, uh, Oscar Hammerstein, his adaptation of the lyrics. Uh, he's not changing the content of the songs very much at all from what they are in the original opera even when she's like in the car Mm -hmm. and she's like there is a coffee in the corner Mm -hmm. you know and then she's this is when uh you know it's the same sort of she's getting seduced while she's supposed to be getting supervised by Mm -hmm. the guy or she's seducing Mm -hmm. the guy you know and she's like There is this place that my friends go and we drink and we yeah. do all the stuff yeah. and I wanna hook up with you. It's all and then the same song, like the the you know the Habanera You know, it's the same it's the same content where it's like if you want me I don't want you but if you don't want me then I want you And then <laughs> I'm gonna get you and then you and then you're gonna no, want me it, and I'm not gonna want you anymore.
0: It's, so funny how you're right. Like operas kind of have that.
1: It is extremely like on the nose, just like like yes, this yes, it's
0: just sung in French. Yeah, exactly. So it sounds pretty, but yeah. yeah. I mean, I remember seeing a production of La Bohème, and it was like, yeah, there's lines like like I'm looking for the key. What are you doing? Yeah. I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. Are I, you looking I, for w- it? I like... will
1: say like for for all of my, you know, I used to be really into Rent. And then, I, and then I, like, really yeah. took a shit on Rent, and I'm kind of in the middle on Rent. But one thing I won't diss Rent for is that Jonathan Larson, like, he, he has a little more artistry than La Boheme, even, and it's borrowed from yeah. that so heavily. Oh, yeah. No, of course. And he, and the, the lyrics are... Musetto's
0: Waltz was incorporated into Rent. Right, and, yeah. right. And mm-hmm. and
1: a lot of those, those songs, it's like, for how cheesy that musical is, and it's kind of easy fodder, and mm-hmm. there's other things to criticize, like... You can't fault that that musical's lyrics being on the nose because, like, mm. La Boheme's on the nose. Carmen's yeah, on the nose. Carmen, it's all, it's all, all it's all, like, the bullfighter comes in and he's like, I go and I, I dance with the bulls and then everybody
0: cheers me, Toreador. I love you. I'm big I'm, man. I am the best. I am the best. It's basically, best. It's basically <laughs> like toddlers talking. Yeah. Like, together, it's, you know, just yeah. inventing all their own, you know. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. I. But, no, I, I think... What's interesting is that although this is a film musical, uh, Preminger himself said something to the effect of, like, I wanted to make a dramatic film with music rather than a conventional film musical. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so of course this works for me. Yeah. Um, because everything feels a little more motivated.
1: Like, it's, it's really, it, they fill in the gaps really nicely. I would say this is, this is even more, this is a smoother story than Carmen. That's kind of how I feel. Yeah, like, Carmen yeah. is broken up in different... It just kind of jumps to the this next This is thing. actually
0: a very, like, coherent... And I guess that's something yeah. else to mention is that although they kept the lyrics... Uh, is it Hammerstein or Hammerstein?
1: I have heard both okay. and I don't want I to... I, I cannot I'm gonna speak go, with
0: confidence on I'm going to say Oscar Hammerstein. But, Hummer, Hammerstein. Because I think because I just... It's Frankenstein. Frankenstein. It's Hammerstein. Hammerstein. Um... So I think Oscars and Hammerstein. Or Oscar yeah, Rodgers and, and
1: Hammerstein. Rodgers and Hammerstein. And Hammerstein. Oh also, my God, Oscars. I've also Rodgers. No, but that—that's okay. <laughs> that's hilarious. But I've heard, I've heard Rodgers and Hammerstein, and I've heard yeah. Rodgers and Hammerstein. Well, and it just depends on which uh, which stuffed shirt you're listening. You're, yes, talking. thank you. Okay. but we, we're not wearing stuffed shirts at all. Well, we're not even wearing bras. Well,
0: Preminger saw. So he saw the. This started as like a production and a play, and he saw it and and was like, "I can make that into a movie." Um, yeah. Anyway, that, I don't know. Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. Hang on. Let me what? think about what I want to say. But oh, did we, I
1: mean. The first impressions I Yeah, guess, let's get into first impressions. Because, I
0: mean, it. I think all I was trying to say was just something about, you know, the adaptation is fun. And this is a,
1: it's really fun. Yeah. It's really fun. I That's, remember. That was
0: what I texted you. I'm like, oh, it was fun. Even I'm though, glad. Even though it's a tragedy. I mean, it, it ends badly. It's not fun well, for it's her. it's still a
1: fun musical. But it's a fun movie. And the music is, the music is still extremely exuberant. I mean.
0: Beat out that rhythm, that part of the movie the drum solo, and yeah. then Pearl Bailey, that whole sequence is like
1: That's that elevates it, that scene from the so, opera. It's so like good. I feel like well, it's that's, even better. And not I'm, even well, I'm I'm, I'm borrowing
0: different. a little bit from some critics I read, but um that scene stood out to me regardless. Like when I was at home watching, I was like, Oh damn, now this is really because that yeah. was the first time that I think musically we actually saw a synthesis between like this French opera and contemporary black. Seeing I'll,
1: seeing that the way that those get announced. That's the, the only, analogy. Right. Analog- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Better. <laughs> de I mean, Adébur.
0: fleur de heard. Awesome.
1: And a flatterer. It's
0: ever once. This is
1: this your <laughs> Sims now.
0: <laughs> just actually, I'm just thinking about Kyle Mooney
1: to <laughs> I was just. Has he ever A Roger.
0: Roger. A roger. And a flatterer. A um yeah, I mean the movie all I wanted to say was that they sort of tossed out the book, right? Mm-hmm. From the from the musical. They were like, "No, we're going to go back to the original novella." Mm-hmm. Like they even went further back than the opera. So it's this cool. is all based on, you know, a, essentially a short a short story. So
1: yeah, I mean they're really they're they're really pulling all the pieces together. They went back to the this. source
0: material, which makes it's me cool. think that like what you're observing about the plot being like, "Wow, this is actually very like it, it's natural steps. Everything feels very motivated and, yeah. and correct.
1: and it, and they made other cha- another change, I would say adaptation wise that I, I really appreciated. Well, I, at first, I was kind of on the fence, but it it worked for me, the change that um, in the opera, we jump mm-hmm. to the cafe like in the second mm-hmm. in, in the um in the next act mm-hmm. i think it's either second or third and they're at the it's a v whatever and um yeah Torreador comes in and right away carmen's flirting right away she's right like, away oh yeah like, okay, so she oh, doesn't have uh, like
0: her heart waiting for Joe. no, no. Wow. In, in
1: this in this adaptation, she's actually like, she's actually. I don't care about your bells and whistles. I yeah, she's for like my you're mom. you're one man too late. You're one man too late. And then what what causes her to stray is the very honest like I don't want to stay cooped up. Yeah, like I don't want to well, be I don't want to be locked. I don't want to be true. in a cage. You can't. That be is in part a cage. Of it.
0: However, part of it was the part of he was going to go to flying school. Like, he got out of jail, he met up with her, and she's like, great, now we can be together. And he's like,
1: well... Well, well now he has to... He's like,
0: well, now I need you to wait, like, another month. And he doesn't get why that's a big deal for her. She doesn't understand why he doesn't understand that. Well, he
1: upends his whole life, basically, and then now they live...
0: I and mean, yes, the, the sh- I agree. I mean, he punches his superior officer, which, you know, they announce. I don't know that this was true or they're not at the time, but they announced that, like, he will get years in prison, not weeks, for yeah. doing that. So now he's on the run. And it's like, and it's not as if she's not somewhat, I don't want to say somewhat responsible, but, you know, she, well, sure. she definitely enjoyed watching another guy rile him up. You know what I mean? Anyway, it's, I feel it's like muddy. It's, it's like, muddy. I don't, I don't think it's her fault, like, Joe made choices, but I also it, don't think she's. Yeah. She's also not very sisterly to poor Cindy Joe, or, oh, what, or what's her name? Was that her name, Cindy Joe? I don't remember. Whatever <laughs> the sweet girl. Oh, the
1: sweet girl, yeah. Cindy, the, Lou. Cindy, Cindy Lou. Lou. Cindy Lou.
0: It's not Cindy Joe. Beautiful poor, singing, too. Oh, yeah. So pretty. I think she was one of the few people cast who actually did her own singing. Yeah. So, because that's the other thing. They actually, it is opera. Like, and Pearl Bailey also did her own singing. And there might have been, like, a couple of others. But um, Belafonte and Dorothy Dandridge, even though both of them can sing. Good lip syncing on their parts, I will very say. Very good lip I will syncing. say, I was convinced. Dor- yeah, Dorothy convinced. Dandridge, she studied the woman who was doing the recording. She did a good job. To get all of, like, to even know how when and how to strain her neck muscles. I mean, yeah. she did one of the greatest lip syncs. Natalie Wood, eat your heart out. I mean, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Although I
1: do love West Side Stories, but, so, but Just, yeah. It's, it's yeah. one
0: for the ages. She did a really, really good job. So, uh, and. And Dandridge can act circles around Belafonte at that point. He's pretty wooden, like.
1: And it's all what's a character too that it is is a character choice. He is a and he gets better as it goes on. He is a fop. He that character is written to be the same as the opera. He is a mama's boy, and I like that when they're singing in the cafeteria. And and I, I thought it was. It's. I think this is another great change from the opera. Mm -hmm. Again, I love both. But I really, I've enjoyed both now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that the song, uh, I think it's really pretty the way that they, ch- the lyrics are like, I love you because you remind me of my mother, and oh, I'm like yeah. my father. Yeah, and I love you because they loved yeah. each other. Like, yeah, you the talk way just like my mom. You talk just like my mother.
0: Although I was a little bit like, ugh.
1: it's, it's cringe, but, <laughs> but, it's, I get but it. It, it's but it's, it's also it's just as cringe in the opera, and I would argue even more so because he's like holding this letter from his mom. He's like,
0: Mommy, oh, love so like my, we, I love my mama. Basically, like we want a woman to come and rock this guy's world because like you're a milk toast is kind yeah. of. Maybe it's, it's, the vibe. It's,
1: I think it's like, yeah, we want to see this guy get like. We must up get, a little bit. Yeah, we want to see this guy get totally whipped because that's, yeah. that's what.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it definitely begins in a very like he's a He's like a good guy. They're gonna get married right away. Like, I mean, literally, he is about to marry Cindy Lou. He's like gonna go find somebody. Which I
1: will say, that was just, that was silly. That, that was, was silly. Like, you wait here. Yeah, and
0: then and then
1: they're like, no, no, you gotta go drive Carmen across <laughs> town, and he just leaves
0: Cindy well, Lou in the cabin. But that's because Sergeant Brown wanted Cindy Lou. And I thought that's true. And I thought they were that's gonna expand true. on that, but then I br- mean, he just wants everybody.
1: I like that you bring that up because that was something I didn't. I thought like, I didn't oh, initially pick up on that, and, and and regardless, I also think like, yeah. what a dumbass to like leave her there and not not even to think to go back and be like, God, I gotta go take this bitch and, go no. and drive her. Do, no,
0: let's the other let's the narrative completely out and of he control. Just complete, he just He
1: just like he just is like okay, I gotta gotta go do this he's thing.
0: The very bad. How long
1: does he think the drive's gonna take? And then that's just I gonna mean, the cap. Oh, I also love that everybody just left. Their their trays in the cafeteria.
0: <laughs> that was really funny to me. I did think, okay, the fight—the whole reason that Carmen has to be taken to jail is because she's a civilian. Yeah. But like, gets oh, in a I love She and- calls her a bitch. Well, <laughs> she's. I well, told you I was gonna beat you up. I mean the moment the scissors came out yeah. I was like oh shit she was going for <laughs> like, it like this is a really intense fight but I loved yeah. I did kind of love that fight scene I no I, like, thought is, I, so <laughs> I thought it was good this is so earthy I thought
1: it was because she's she's also a feisty bitch in the, the yeah. version of the Hell the yeah. live performance I saw but what I liked especially is like when it cuts to the fight she said I told you I was gonna I was gonna kill you you bitch "How <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> so they said bitch I love it
0: just for it. there was one I don't think I saw that. i has because... got your one good eye out if you tell on me.
1: That so good. <laughs> so nasty.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, man, so no, there's good. some... You're right. There's some I sick... I want a chicken
1: sandwich. There's some sick burns. <laughs> she... Carmen is just so sad. I want a chicken sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> give, she... me... She could give me a chicken sandwich. She's, she's... She starts singing La Habanera. <laughs>
0: she's fucking awesome. Um, yeah. I also love that we got that... Okay, so you know he takes her to go in person. And then, like, she... Bails out of the car. Oh, because he's being on, a dummy. He's hops such a onto dummy. a train. Well, oh, there's a train chase that there's was a train great. chase, and then she jumps off that, and he has to like hog tire or whatever. Oh, and, yeah, you know, yeah. Which, I guess, well, swim. then he's also a
1: dummy and drives and like drives directly. Some yeah. of that stuff is very corny, but oh, the, it's the corny. But
0: you know what? I will say, just visually, and as far as like adding some action, making this a film and not like a stage production, I did kind of enjoy seeing them running across the train like Oh cars. that was awesome. No I thought that, that was really I thought that was cool. actually like a cool bit of action and
1: that was very that's that this is cinema.
0: It felt to like, me this is yeah, cinema. Yeah, it felt a little Buster Keaton too, you yeah. know, just like let's and, and then they run into a train and then what heck can we do on a train? It was, oh this was that. Good. You know, it I was like good. that. Um it's brief but I it's very like uh, it's, see, a little, it's a little midnight run almost yeah. like you know they're they're kind of like handcuffed together you yeah. know sort of situation and exactly. she really uh has him by the throat yeah and, um, and I love that she brings him to town basically where she's from yeah and we get that like ease by you moment of mm. although I guess it's the other way around um where like we go into the granny shack and yeah. she's like we only get like one line maybe from her but it's clear that Like, oh, she's like a seer or she's got that, like, second sight thing going on. There's an astrological calendar. And there is
1: in the opera. I liked that this was in the movie, too. There is a scene where she pulls a bad card and she's like, oh, shit, I'm going to get it. The belief in
0: omens and the belief in the symbolism of all of that comes up and it, it's, it's it's
1: even more direct in in this I, movie where she's like he's gonna kill me like just, she knows how she's gonna go that's
0: cool that they managed to transplant that superstitiousness because that, that I, the
1: way just like you were saying with
0: the, yeah. the cafe and the music yeah um of that cult like the
1: way it analogizes so so apt like this really yeah. it really fits i
0: mean that's like again i think there's a lot of places where the that voodoo. doesn't happen it mostly doesn't happen you know i mean and there's some criticisms I w- i'll Get to sure, um, but I don't. You know, I didn't want to linger there because I think I'm glad this exists. Like I think there's great performances. I think it's. it's I think it's more
1: good than bad. That's what I'm trying to say. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank Absolutely. you. Yeah. I'm right there with you. We, um, we agree.
0: Cool. Uh, Belafonte has a widow's peak for the ages. Oh my god! Is that real or is that a piece? I don't know. He but really he, looks he, like he, I don't know, but he was a handsome boy. Oh yeah, we got some shirtless time with him too. Yeah, we like did. A long take. Yeah, we no did. cuts. Like, um, and was he was he did that on purpose. He was glossy. <laughs> he you know? was yeah.
1: He was shy. They put they vaseline him. They were um, yeah,
0: which is a little you know. Again, there's some criticisms that we could get into about sure. that too. Yeah, I'm sorry um, for objectifying the beautiful man. I mean, he is beautiful. Come on, like.
1: This is this is just good looking cast. I mean the whole cast
0: Everybody. I Everyone mean Dorothy is and the is talent is insane. smoking in this. Oh um, she is, yeah. Uh okay, I just wanna mention that whole scene. So uh Joe is still in in jail, uh, because after she takes him okay, so here's what happens. She takes him back to the cabin and all that shit and she seduces him because mm. it's she starts, you know, basically treating him really nice. Like, oh, like yeah. oh, not my man. Like, you put your feet up and like, mm-hmm, I'll do this and mm-hmm. I'll take it. And of course, like he falls for a she's
1: buttering him up. But
0: in the middle of the night, she sneaks off and he wakes up. Oh shit, she's gone. So he has to spend like two weeks in jail because you fucked up and yeah. let a prisoner get away. I can't believe that was all he had. But, um, there's this scene where Cindy Lou comes to visit him, and a package arrives for him at that moment. Oh, yeah, that was that was wild. Yeah, and she's like, oh, I bet it's from my mother. Like, what a dummy. And I'm sorry. And for a second, I actually hoped that it was, and it was like, like a dead rat or something. Like her mom was oh, pissed at Joe because yeah. she knew the whole story and didn't forgive him. Yeah, I mean, it didn't go that way, but in my head I was like, that would have been wild. I wanted Cindy Lou's mother to like be furious at Joe. I
1: mean, in the opera, it's like, yeah, the mom is 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 giving correspondence through. The Cindy Lou, you know, through the through yeah. the good girl trying to be like, hey, you know, please, my son, we got to bring really, him back. He's straight. God. He's straight so far, and my and your and mommy's dying. And- Cindy
0: Lou carries a torch for Joe. Yeah, she does. It's like, and I mean, I guess that's the the point is that she really loved him. She's more developed in this than I. Yeah, would they gave recall. her a whole song they, by herself they, which I think in is Chicago. Really great. Like, I think it's really lovely. Yeah, I like that too, and she had a really great singing voice. Billy yeah. Pastors Cafe. Mm-hmm. Is like, it feels like Rick's Cafe American from, you know, like Cla- Casablanca. Yeah, 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 In that it's like a, a place that I know it doesn't exist, but I wouldn't, I've never wanted to go somewhere like so badly, you It was so you know? cool. And I loved
1: all the, like the, 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 moss. the trees, the, yeah, the moss. Mm-hmm. I was like, what kind of, the, those, dri- drippy drippy those, drippy <laughs> those, those drippy, drippy trees, drippy
0: trees. Well, and a little bit of neon and like, yeah. it, it felt, you know, again, a little East Bayou, a little Tennessee Williams mm-hmm. and... You know, you feel you can almost sense the humidity in the air. Like yeah. they, they create such a mood. Yeah, it's really fun. Okay. And of course, that again we talked about it. But the um, the drum solo and that beat out that rhythm with Pearl Bailey. So good. If the whole movie was on fire, yeah, <laughs> save that part. I mean, I love Dorothy Dandridge. She does some no, great work. No, but that work, scene but
1: is. It, I mean, it's 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 a it's such a unique piece to that it is. film. It really because it's like well the rest is kind of it really it's, it's great but yeah. it's also just Carmen.
0: Yeah, I know? mean that part felt like. Oh, this really feels like something special. It's its, its really own, inherent. it's its own, uh, yeah, unique um, thing. Also, Pearl Bailey, I feel like. Like Queen Latifah could play her. She, I totally. She right. she
1: looked so much like her. I have I have yeah. no doubt that 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 has that played as, a role. I'm sure that's like been her said. being cast yeah. as Matron Mama Morton in Chicago. Oh sure, sure, not sure, a, sure, Not a not a quinky dink, No, I think.
0: not at all. Um, These things don't happen on accident. Yeah, and that's the thing. Pearl Bailey was such a you know she was like a vaudevillian and a singer and she had so a good. really incredible career in the theater all on her own merit. And, um, Imagine like a story like this, and they just they invent this whole
1: this whole set piece like for you basically. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. They were like you're because you're because you're so fucking good. She's talented. And you're not even really in the story. No. But I, we're gonna put you in. But
0: we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna make it happen. You're gonna be remembered for yeah. this. Um, yeah. I love. I I'm not like a huge fan of the prize fighter necessarily, like as a mm-hmm. person, but I love that he is like hello heatwave. Yeah. That is, like, the hottest thing I've ever heard. I'm oh, like, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. He <laughs>
1: anyway. I love the confidence. Comp- I mean, that's just, a, it's always a great character. Like, Ugh. he's so, f- I mean, Tori Adore is just such a fun song, too. Yeah. Um, I don't, of all of the, the conjugated, like, lyrics yeah. and versions, that song was not, that did one didn't hit as hard for me as, like, in the opera. Because in the yeah. opera, I kind of, like, he'll, he's describing, like, a scene. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and then, and then. And then, and then he kind of, it's it's joke, he's talking all this bravado, and then he'll go,
0: Tore adora.
1: <laughs> and, then, and, every, and everybody, like, starts laughing, like, oh, ha, 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 yeah, this I guy's guess. just gloating. Oh, he was going on about, like, getting trampled by a bull, and now yeah. he's, like, Tore adora. he's, like, telling us to cheer for him it's because so he's good. so full of himself. It's great. So this one I didn't. It doesn't because he's doing stand up and fight. Yeah, it doesn't quite. Uh, it doesn't. It, it's not as cheeky. It's not as cheeky because Torreador
0: is just. It's a cheeky song. He's
1: yeah. a, he's. I I would fall for it him lost too. Some he's cheek. a funny guy.
0: Yeah, he's 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 a bullfighter well, and he's a goof. Because that's the thing. Like I I mean bullfighting, you know, not a fan of course in general. But you know, let's we can get into a whole animal oh, no, rights sure, debate and all that. Sure, but sure. but 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 you know, culturally speaking. A matador is supposed to be. He is supposed to be charismatic and kind of handsome. He's charismatic. And like, he's a daredevil. He's, he's, he's a, a
1: daredevil, and he is. He, and he will he's,
0: die young. He is. Yeah, and he's. And he's very. So.
1: He's full of himself, and he's yeah. aware of it. Yeah, and it's like you'd oh, have to be. Oh, this rap scallion! How I can mean, you not? It's and all the girls are like. It's like swagger. Into him. It's swagger. You know. And this wasn't in the version of... in this version, you know. but the, you know. Uh, towards the end of Toreador yeah. you know in the lo- in the opera it's mm-hmm. like all these women are like love no more and he's like oh yeah, I, yeah. Love <laughs> I love you too oh, I, I love you I love you too, too. <laughs> and then Karma's like mm. like she's like mm. and he's like Oh,
0: <laughs> he's like oh yeah, it's <laughs> Johnny Bravo, oh mama, oh mama, <laughs> yeah. That is so. He's, he's
1: like he's, he's, he's all these women are throwing themselves yeah. at him, so they didn't quite. But he's
0: kind of like Carmen. You can't that like much. him too much, you know. You gotta like pull away. Yeah, but um, she she throws it a little bit. She's you like know a... I do like that that sort of gets represented in the way that Carmen slowly joins that song about yes. taking the train to Chicago. I I mean some people have complained that this film is static because it, you know, I mean, although it begins and ends in motion, but I can, maybe that scene does kind of leap to mind in that it's like that four shot and they're all sort of gathered around Carmen yeah. and it's just very conspiratorial. And I think if that was on stage, obviously that would not be done that way. But I like, I kind of I think it, well, it. I mean, that's, it that's felt like po- a I felt like it, bar. it's part of like, the,
1: um, It's like that Sondheim thing where you're layering the different voices on top of each other, the different like that they're harmonizing. Yeah, and and I I, like watching
0: her expression like change as she sort of started to like feel the song. She's getting into it. She's like, I want nice stuff. I want money. Well, and we just came from like we saw where her family lives. Yeah, Uh, it's not as if she's just out. You know, they give her a lot more background in this than than in. I uh, mean, it's not incorrect for her, her to reach. For affluence, like right. it, that's not that's the American way. And they're they're really
1: like like they're really trying to to
0: they're really trying get to pull her to go. She seems very Whereas in moral. the opera, yeah. she's
1: just kind of like. Fuck you. Oh, I'm by out. the by the ti- by the time her her beau shows up, yeah. she's already kind of like, "Oh, I'm already not into you. Anymore. I've already fallen for the matador and I'm kind of yeah. bored."
0: Yeah. And he's just like, "I just lost my job
1: for you." Yeah. And she's right. like, "I don't care. That was your choice." I mean,
0: like- yeah, it's it is it's not great. I mean, yeah. everybody's got some mistakes, but I am with you. It it's uh I also thought it was really funny. I'm sorry. Just that Joe yeah. at one point spelled out a wall Oh yeah! He's like, I have to go A W O L. I forgot about that. I laughed so hard. That's funny. I was that's like, funny. Wow, we weren't, we weren't up. There's to... a lot of silly stuff. Yeah. like I said,
1: "Get me a chicken sandwich." Oh. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what I'm gonna do the next time I met Popeyes and get a chicken sandwich. I'll Give just me a chicken go. sandwich. Give me a, can I have a chicken sandwich. <laughs> the first my the is like. Uh, I think we have some in the back. (laughs) 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 Um, God, okay, another moment that was really funny um, when they're in Chicago and they're in this little apartment together, uh, which that raised all kinds of eyebrows with like the uh, production code and all that, like which Preminger helped destroy, by the way. So, yeah, and movies like this kind of helped nudge at that a bit more. And the movie he made right before this, like, also was released without an MPAA approval. Thing. Whatever, anyway. Rebel. Uh, rebel. Um, but the funny moment I love is when <laughs> the L train passes by and the roller blind snaps up <laughs> because, like, just the the shaking is enough. And, yeah. like, I lived in Chicago near an L train, and I lived near a part where it didn't move very fast, so it was a gentle rumbling. It was fine. It was yeah. like thunder. It was great. Um, like gentle rolling thunder. But if you live near the the part where it's screeching by, yeah, yeah that is really... not so much fun. No. And it's... There's, there's a lot of apartments that, I mean, when you're on the train, you can look right into, you know. I mean, wow. it's like lots of people live near that. Yeah, so, um, that was so distinctly Chicago. It just made me laugh. Yeah. Um, and in general, just Chicago, once I got to Chicago, there was so much about everything that just felt so modern and frank, you yeah. know, and just very like, uh, I don't know. It, I, I was surprised um, how modern this felt. Yeah, you know. And yeah. again, I know there are issues with it, and we'll certainly talk about them. But yeah. um, I really enjoyed this, um, except of course for like, you know, at the very end, um, <laughs> he strangles her, and I'm just like, "Do you feel better?
1: <laughs> do, you even, mean, do you even do I you even mean, feel better?" Like, I, I mean, it's you know, <laughs> he does kill her in the opera. too. He does. I know that. But what it, but it, it, he he's holding. But he's supposed to stab he's her. He's having. Yeah, right? he's holding the knife, and she's like, "Do it." fucking do she's like I'm not gonna I would rather you kill me blah 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 and then he goes and she's like oh oh you you did it you really did it and then yeah I like in, in the the version of the opera that I saw and I wish I could remember the performers but um I believe it's I believe it was at the Met it could have been hey the I'm Royal in, opera. I'm
0: impressed I'm so glad you have all this it's really you context. know just
1: that comparison because yeah the strangle is like it's pretty visceral yeah and I, it's it was mm-hmm. a little alien it's a, it's a bit jarring compared to in yeah. the opera he she that gets this back and forth. And it finally escalates, and she says, I would rather die, blah, 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 you know? And then finally he just charges at her. Yeah. And she, like, it, it hits her. Yeah. And then this look on her face of, like, like she accepts like she accepts that this is happening, and yeah. she's like, I couldn't be tamed. I regret nothing. Like, yeah. she almost has this look on her face of, like,
0: "Like you had to kill me.
1: You had to, yeah, I, I'm still never going to be yours. You'll like, never get over me. Yeah, you never get this. You never get this. <laughs> There is this, she almost has a little bit of a troll smile on her face as she dies. Love it. And there's something like really, like, because it's that she's a, you know, she's a concept, right? Yeah. She's, 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 God, she's, you know, I
0: heard somebody complaining about that recently. Like, women are so often representative of something instead of just being. A woman, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, and it's, like they it's, always have to be a symbol of something. It's like and stop doing that. Yeah, well,
1: she's a symbol. Well, <laughs> Carmen's a symbol. Carmen, uh, <laughs> Carmen is. I mean, the this was it's you symbol. know it's a
0: French novella, French opera written in I think I'm not sure what century, but um, yeah, obviously I'm not I'm not looking for like <laughs> a feminist rhetoric here. I just um, well,
1: I mean, as a feminist story, it's like well, yeah, like I she, think this, she does she. In a fucked up way, she does make the most empowering
0: choice, which is, no, I'm not going with you
1: just because you're threatening to kill me. Stab me, motherfucker.
0: Yeah. And so he does. It's very, um, it's very drag. Yeah. No. uh, It's very drag. Let's see.
1: Drag is like opera? I mean. (laughs) No, yeah, no. I say like, yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. It's all. Absolutely.
0: Oh, okay. One more line I just want to mention. Um, when at some point, uh. Somebody I don't know if it I must no it must be I was gonna call her Dottie <laughs> uh, it must be Carmen Um she shows off a ring at one point oh yeah and I think uh the I think Pearl Bailey says like look at that iceberg
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that line that was a good line that was a good there's one. just good quips there's throughout some really this movie. good it's
0: very, yeah and I mean I'm glad yeah. that they went back and and messed rewrote some of that because I I I, I'm dead. sure because that's the other thing, you know, okay. So like that Hammerstein, you know, he, he's, you know, he's, he's white. It's Hammerstein. 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 You know, he wrote the kind of at the time, AAVE, like colloquial, I mean, using things like, you know, that's my man. That's my man. You I know, or love that man. I yeah. is those things. Um, you know, it was criticized by the black community at the time, you know it wasn't. Sure, it's um, tricky,
1: and then, you know and then you're, it's then
0: it's sw- still through the lens of can... some other person, you yeah. know that isn't
1: Gilbert and Sullivan, the Porgy and Bess. Yeah, but and I think that's them, but, right? But again, I'm yeah. with.
0: I agree with your sentiment earlier that like they're more good than bad, though, yeah. and and I think they can be thoughtfully adapted and be thoughtfully executed. They
1: can. I I will say this is totally not super related, but just thinking no, about um, when that colloquial is. Stuff, yeah, goes awry. I used to do. I used to be part of this thing called the Young Americans, and I'm dragging it. For, but yeah, um, I uh, did that. We were doing this medley. Of, oh no! So it was. So it's not Gilbert's. It's maybe, or maybe it was. No, it's. Um, oh my God, Gershwin. Gershwin, Gershwin. They did That's Porgy, Porgy and Beth.
0: and, and Prevenger did an adaptation we, of that too.
1: We're all these white ladies singing this medley. And I sang, I sang Summertime, so it wasn't as egregious, but then, then this other girl, oh my god, then this, it was, it, then this other girl singing, I loved you, Porky." Oh no. Uh, but I, were the US2D set? Oh god. no. You can, keeps me, I uh, wants to stay here. She had this really like, Taylor Swift
0: kind
1: of oh, See no. forever. Oh god. Oh, okay. oh now I'm talking mad uh, shit. But, but yeah, that stuff can get really hairy real fast. Yes, it can. I don't recommend
0: Yeah. I don't recommend singing that well, song
1: if, if you're white. I do. <laughs> I,
0: don't I, I don't know. I, I don't do, know. I do think tricky. when I when I'm you know the I love you, Porgy. What's funny is the Or is it Porgy. Porgy, Porgy. I think it's Porgy. Um, okay. um but I think what's funny is that I watched it with the captioning on, and the captioning was very devoted to the the dats and the, yeah, you know. I watched it, yeah. Um, but yeah. I really felt like the performers, I felt like they were, I think the singing, I feel like the singers just sang it the correct way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, that's what it sounded like to my ear. It didn't, like, I mean, some of them you can't help, like the I is construction, you know, but like, yeah. I, I got, I think they, they softened it as much as they could.
1: Yeah, they try to make... Well, because sometimes, yeah, it would stick out like a sore yeah. thumb, especially like when she pulls that card yeah. and she's suddenly singing about that. Dad's gonna do no blah, Yeah, blah. it's like... So the, it, it's so heavy. Yeah, It's so it, heavily it laden with it, so it's like it, that it's sticks splinter. out. splinter, yeah. But she's singing... Perfectly normal, like when she's singing "The Love Is a Oh child, Yeah Child."
0: Like yeah, she's singing normal. She's singing. Normal. There
1: is a shop at the corner. Exactly. Like she's yeah. singing normal. Yeah,
0: no, and I. But just- suddenly
1: now we're gonna have this this vernacular.
0: Well, it it yeah. It, it's um. It, sometimes you find that in like some older poems and things. There would be this, you know, where people thought they were being. <laughs> oh, you thought you were you, you thought you were you did something. They thought they thought they were <laughs> well, down, well, you, you know? They really thought you did something there. Too. They really thought they did something. <laughs> no. But the reality is like you could have just just keep it the way no. Yeah. Um so this began as Broadway musical that opened in 1934, mm-hmm. music by Georges Bizet and Bizet, Bizet. lyrics Bizet. and book by Oscar Hammerstein or Stein. Hammerstein. Premature saw Hammerstein. the Remember saw the play and got the film rights by 1953. And, like I said, he left the lyrics, but he hired Harry Kleiner to adapt from the original novella by Prosper Marie Oui, oui. I think that's how you say. It. I probably there. But I don't care. I don't know. Well, I do care, but i'm I, I'm I, having fun with my mouth. I think you're killing. I think you're killing. <laughs> All right. It. That was the wrong thing to say. Um, <laughs> and uh, though premature, so okay, Premature made this essentially independently. But he was given a huge advance from Daryl Zanuck, who was the head of one of the founders of 20th Century Fox. Um, The weird thing is that Preminger had, well, I mentioned he had a lot of fights because he challenged the production code and he had a lot. He was, you know, he was a very particular kind of guy and he had just bought out his own contract to sort of be free of 20th Century Fox and Xanax. So it's kind of funny that Xanax, after he was shopping around this Carmen Jones thing, and he he wants it Xanax for a second. Sorry, Daryl Xanax. Daryl Xanax. Sleepy guy. He's real. He's real cool. He's Uh, he's he's real chill. chill. Nothing. Nothing gets under that guy's skin. No. No ulcers. (laughs) Um, But Xanax came forward with the money when when no one else was interested. Because to be honest, you know, it was a bit of a gamble. To go around... I mean, uh, here, I have a quote from Harry Belafonte about this. Um, Preminger was taking on a considerable challenge. In Hollywood, all black cast movies were viewed as sure money losers. And after a brief vogue for them in 1943 with Cabin in the Sky and Stormy Weather, both of which earned praise but no profits, Preminger, one very scrappy guy, was raring to prove that wisdom wrong. So that was kind of the the state hey. of affairs. And, and certainly... Um, there weren't a lot of opportunities for black actors at the time. So this was kind of like a rarity, but not at all seen as like, oh, our careers are made. They're like, no, we'll do this. And then, and who, then what? who knows? Yeah. So that was the reality for them. Um, Preminger, in preparation, directed the New York uh, Opera's production of Franz Kafka's The Trial. which like, wow, okay. what a... That sounds interesting on so many levels. Yeah. It just keeps getting better. Wow. Um Premager sent the script to the president of NAACP at the time, Walter White, who, although he was like, well, generally, yeah, our whole thing is about integration. This isn't really a movie that's about that because it's not all black class. But uh, generally was like, yeah, go ahead. You know, I don't I don't have an issue with this. Mm-hmm. Not that he represents, he's not the spokesperson for everybody, but I think
1: it's a nice fact, gesture. Premager
0: was trying. This it wasn't effort. Was he, it,
1: there was, there were he, efforts Preminger was taken. aware
0: that he could have biases and he wanted somebody to check on I that. I think that,
1: that that's a pretty good authority to like turn
0: to uh he also again in the in the casting of black actors, we have Harry Belafonte, Pearl Bailey, Diane Carroll's first film. Mm-hmm. She was Mert. Oh she, she came in for Carmen. Gotcha. Otto and Preminger asked to um he was like, Well, uh, will you take off your shoes? And she was like, "Uh, why? He's like, because I want to see your toes. And he basically explained it wasn't a toe thing. It wasn't a foot thing.
1: Allegedly. It's
0: that whole pedicure scene, right, of the painting of the toenails. But uh,
1: yeah, Yeah.
0: not that that was like the most important thing, but I think he was trying to gauge how comfortable she could be in the role. And of course, um, also Joe Adams. That's what Carmen would do. Right. Joe Adams is in this, who... Was, uh, for a time, a truck driver, then a DJ, but he became Ray Charles' manager. That's cool. Like, right up until Ray's death. That's a cool guy. And he used to be uh, an airman in the Tuskegee program. So Wow. Um, and then we have also got Brock Peters, who plays uh, Sergeant Brown. I think it was Sergeant Brown, right? The guy who was after Cindy Lou. Um, he was Tom Robinson in To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh! Same actor. That. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. hmm Great, wow. really. Um, That's a good actor. He's great. He's a good, actor. and I liked seeing him as a cat in this. He was good. Such a different I, role.
1: I, like, the supporting cast really oh, makes they're this so movie. good. No,
0: there's no, uh, there's no like, one bad. The board. It's great now casting carmen was of course the, the big deal and um there's this whole big story i'll try to make it short um about the process of casting her dorothy Dangers was known for being kind of prim and proper came in for the role primager was like i'm sorry but you're not carmen like yeah just you know maybe cindy lou come back and we'll, we'll we'll test you for that yeah so she not being discouraged um and also her sister and her mother were also very much in her life and involved they were like okay so we just need to like Give you a makeover, basically. So they go to Max Factor. They give her like you know a different look. Um, they find a disheveled wig, um, you know, off the shoulder top, a very seductive kind of dress with yum, a high yum. slit. And but I think the final detail is kind of wild to me is before she went to go meet him for the second time, um, she went to the gym to like tire herself out,
1: kind of as if like she
0: had spent the day like. Yeah. Tiring herself out. Yeah. Uh, so I think right. there's something very like, wow. And just imagine like even just how more relaxed you would be in your chair. Oh, yeah. Like, wow. And and she walked in and she had the part. I mean it was over. Amazing. You know? So that's kind of the 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 voyage. But again, she didn't sing her own music. That was Marilyn Horn, who is uh went on to be like a very famous uh, opera singer Amazing. from what I understand. Um there were three weeks of rehearsal during which time they got all that recorded and done. They did you know, lots of planning because they really didn't... I mean, they did get funding, but a very low budget for a musical. Um, and they had a 24-day shoot, and so they had to really go, go, go.
1: Pretty easy breezy. Yeah. Well, probably not easy. But...
0: I don't know. I mean, Premager is a director who is known for... He did sometimes bully his actors. he could get into shouting matches with them. But he Uh-oh. was also equally open to praising people. And often if he was... I don't I don't agree with this, but I he you know, it was always motivated. He was trying to get a certain kind of performance out yeah. of somebody. So yeah. it wasn't just cruelty for cruelty's sake, it was always and often Dandridge would get pushed to a point where she would get very upset, then do the scene, do it perfectly, she'd get out of it, and then she'd be so happy because yeah. she was so proud of what they had done. Yeah. It's a little twisted, I think. I mean but it's very
1: whiplashy. You know. I, you know
0: but everyone's different um, and it's worth noting that Dorothy D'Andre and Otto Preminger began what would be about a four or five year long affair at the start of this film oh wow yeah wow. Um, because she she got the role and then she had some second thoughts she was really worried about just everything you know and um, I guess like came over and they cooked dinner together. Now, he was married. Um, so yeah, well,
1: yeah, it was an affair.
0: <laughs> it was definitely an affair. Um, but he, yeah, the two have, he really believed in her talent, though. Wow. Um, and sometimes to, yeah, her, he sometimes to her detriment, though. Like, mm. she was offered a role in The King and I. Mm. It was a role of, like, a concubine, though. Mm. And he was like, you don't want that. You there know? really
1: aren't a lot. The King and I, if you're not playing Anna,
0: Anna. I think she was right, and he was right. But yeah. he had a lot more faith. In, he really didn't think that her career would be so hamstrung by her race. He had more faith yeah, in... in That's tough. Yeah. So he was a little bit uh, naive in that way. As smart and well-read a guy as he was. But he, he saw was, the best of her. You he know, saw so the best there, there of her. There's
1: pros and cons there. That's what I'm sure. saying. You Don't know. cheat on your wife, but you know. No, we,
0: have an, we have an understanding. Oh, boy. Um, something from Brock Peters I just wanted to mention. Um, sure. Talking about Hollywood at the time. He said, for a black performer back then... Uh, it seemed a long, long away. The very thought of Hollywood was so remote and unattainable for black youngsters. We all felt we needed some kind of magic to make it happen. Um, there hadn't been very many opportunities for us, and we weren't being sought out. The span of time between those films was fairly significant in our young lives. Wow. And, you know, imagine, like, you get one role at, like, 23, and you may not get another for, until you're, like, 40. Wild. I mean, it's like the yeah. privilege, man, that we don't even think about it. It's wild. Yeah. Um, now, I do want to, I know we've been going on a little bit, no, but I do okay. want to get to this. Um, James Baldwin uh, wrote about Carmen Jones, and his criticism uh, really had to do with the absence of white people, which mm. I think that's interesting. No way. That is interesting. Um, but I. But it will make sense, um, because he said that the absence of white people from the world of Carmen, uh, quote, seals the action off, uh, as it were, in a vacuum in which the spectacle of color is divested of its danger. The color itself then becomes a kind of vacuum which each spectator will fill with his own fantasies. It does...
1: It Yeah, no, I think that's valid. I it's mean, very it, 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 valid. They are... They, it, it is... It it is segregated, yes. You know, so yeah. there, there is this. Uh, there is an uh, There's an unreal quality to the film inherently Absolutely. because of the fact that
0: it is like uh, where's the fear? <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: They're, they're, you're eliminating a certain yeah. amount of stakes because it's sort of sort of creating. It's yeah. creating a reality that doesn't exist.
0: Yeah, it, it's more it's an of, alternate reality. Beca- and I think Premager himself kind of, sort of, was like, well, it's a fantasy. You know, these things don't actually this world doesn't exist, it's, it's like, little, well, that's not tough. exactly it either. It's
1: tough. I don't know what the easy, I don't know if there's there no an easy, easy solution answer, no. to that because it, it almost, it's like how much more would it complicate to try to tackle that layer? Yeah. But that's not to say that we shouldn't ignore, like don't 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 turn, turn yeah. away from right. it. So I, I don't know.
0: No, and this is all why I wanted to bring it up. I think it's valid. I yeah. mean, he has yeah. a, he goes on um, talking about like the use of black actors mainly makes possible, quote, a sterile and distressing eroticism. And he's sort of pointing out that, you know, it's more potent than that of a Lana Turner film only because, quote, and I'm quoting James Baldwin, Negroes are associated in the public mind with sex. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when I, you know, all those things, it's like, yeah. Like, as I was watching Carmen Jones, as much as I was enjoying it, there's a part of me that's like, I know there's something off about this. You know, there's something off about my relationship to this, and, and not that I can't enjoy it. It feels like it's meant actually for a white audience. You know what I mean? In a weird way. I,
1: I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Because it is its own. It, it comes off as its
0: own separate.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, like a separate fantasy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's and a separate world. Or it's like each each person's idea of blackness then fills in and the we're, gaps. And it's elim- you know? And yeah, and we're and eliminating. If you have a li- yeah.
1: Yeah, we're eliminating the. The. Yeah, like the context of the actual lived world that we're in. So then, yeah, exactly. But that said,
0: you know, some of the views and scenes like Carmen walking down the streets of Chicago and all we see are our black faces. It's like, well, but that's a reality in Chicago. Even Mm -hmm. today, it's a very segregated city, you know, not not by law, but. This still goes on, so yeah. it both represents a truth and a fantasy, and it, they're in conflict. There's something, you know. It's I, a good
1: conversation topic, or is it good? It's a good, exactly. it's a good criticism, and it's a good thing to, to.
0: Yeah, I was pleased to dig into that and dig you know. into
1: because I don't know if we wanted to do any rev- like you wanted Oh me to yeah, do reviews. Do that that is, but if you're going to no. do your stuff first, actually, no,
0: it is your turn. I just blew right past. No, it.
1: that's totally okay. I we have so much. I just for... like hearing myself talk. I mean, I'm in your bed. I have, a bigger, bigger I have so many things to a say. Person, a very interesting person. Um. Yeah. So Carmen Jones. Uh. Six point eight out of ten. IMDb. Seventy-eight percent Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Let's look at Rotten Tomatoes. Um. <laughs> ooh. Oh, that's so satisfying to see when it's even between theometer and the audience score. should post score. that. <laughs> yeah. Even. Even. Stevens, a Rare. Even. even, even Steven. though, uh Even though this is totally not. Uh, like, oh, this is this is not tomatoes most... is no longer. Well, I feel like in the case of this, I don't see I don't see anybody having been bought uh, out by like, <laughs> this one. I don't, I don't think anybody on behalf of Carmen Jones is slipping. slipping yeah, uh,
0: the estate of the... Otto Preminger. Yeah,
1: <laughs> this just says Variety staff for Variety. October 23rd, 2007. Otto Preminger has transferred it to the screen with taste and imagination in an opulent production. We have, I mean, it's mostly, (laughs) I want to read one, right away, one splatter. Just Bosley Crowther. Oh, yeah, Bosley Crowther. Yeah, yeah, I said just a a crazy mixed up film, two out of five. (laughs) Um, Let's see. And see if I can get a lady. Okay, Here awesome. we go. We got from the spectator Virginia Graham, June twentieth, twenty eighteen. Said as a play with music by Bizet, one can forget that he and Mr. Hammerstein
0: uh-huh.
1: have taken a liberty with one of one's earliest memories. And after seeing it, one must try to forget that truth to tell. Their Carmen Jones is really much
0: better than Carmen. Okay. Yeah, they're they,
1: they're making a they're t- they're taking us... A... You were
0: asserting something similar.
1: I think that they're like it's more cohesive yeah. than Carmen. I mean, I love Carmen because I love. The, I mean, yeah. it's the music, and no, I like, it, I like it the drums.
0: It sounds like the return to the novella really served.
1: I, I think... I I'm think, actually curious
0: to read it now. I think now. so. I'm kind
1: of want to... We've got, let's see... Tobacco
0: worker mm. slash party girl prostitute.
1: I don't know if I totally agree with David Parkinson from Empire Magazine. February 9th, 2007, he gave it a three out of five. Said, well, fully miscast in places and extremely dubious in its portrayal of African Americans, but does boast an on-form Dorothy Dandridge. I would say the woefully miscast mm. thing. I but I I quibble with that. I quibble with that. But
0: I do think that the yeah the the portrayal. I uh, think he probably just thought. I don't know. I don't want to like pretend to know what they were thinking, but it feels see. like maybe maybe just the Harry Belafonte. Maybe because he got, he is a little bit. We, we got. Like a, I said, he's a little wooden. Oh
1: oh see okay Tom Dawson BBC dot com three mm-hmm. out of five says the best reason to revisit Carmen Jones lies in Dorothy Dangers' Electrifying performance, which saw her become the first African American to be nominated, nominated for, for a Academy Best Actress yep.
0: Oscar. Yeah, which did, is, I didn't mention that. That's right. The, no, the but very important detail. That is
1: an important, yeah. And then let's see here. Let's and it. it's
0: worth noting that oh the film Introducing Dorothy Dandridge, which uh, stars Halle Berry as Dorothy Dandridge, they were born in the same Cleveland hospital. Wow. Yeah. And Wild. then, of course, Dorothy Dandridge, the first black actress to be nominated for a Best Actress. And Halle Berry, the first Black actress to win,
1: which is uh, yeah, that that parallel is that's is, interesting. Is stunning. That's spooky. Sp- it's spooky. I'm not saying it's a good
0: uh, no. Parallel. I don't. I mean, I don't. it should. But, I, it's,
1: but it's there is a yeah. th- th- like there is something about that symmetry that is it is potent. Um, Victoria on Letterboxd gave this three and a half stars and a heart. It said Pearl Bailey eight, and you. I liked it. Thank you. And then let's see here. I'm going to go did. ahead and uh, so yeah, on Letterboxd, three point four uh, average rating. So I mean, you know, I think. Yeah. This is one where we're not getting bits. People want to not... They want to make th- sure... We're, we're
0: getting lots of paragraphs here. People really want you to know they're not racist. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: really what it is.
0: All, the, the, all this white... All let's just box.
1: be real. I mean, come on. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what this whole episode's about. That's so true. It's, I'm not racist. I'm not racist. <laughs> I'm not racist. I swear to God. Oh, God. Um, oh, boy. Yeah, let's see. Um, oh, my God. I'm trying to see, because now I want to find one that's like... Uh, yeah, we've got we've got some we've got some people that are crit, that are definitely critical. Sure. Um, uh, let's see, let's see. I might. I'll, so first one, all the, the very first one that's here. I'll just read the first couple. Like, first sentence or two. Sam, three and a half stars. Carmen Jones is a grand, colorful, and important musical. This is one of the first major movies to have an all-black cast, and it had the first African-American nominee and best actress, Dorothy Dandridge. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun, as every song is really, really good. It's the opera music from the opera Carmen, and it's okay to blah, 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 stand out is dad's love. Um, okay, anyway, that's just kind of saying some stuff we already said. Let's see. Okay. Alice, three stars. Surprising how readily legible this film's gender and class politics are six decades after its hmm. release, which itself was eight decades after the premiere of its operatic source material. Will the subject of economic dependence tangled up with smoldering eroticism ever fall out of date? Wow. this not a widescreen musical? It could have been a red hot film noir. Belafonte burning with sexual obsession. Dandridge playing one of the sultriest femmes who ever fataled. Preminger choreographs the growth of their lethal love through one emphatically horizontal composition after another. Moving from country to city and even farther into the maw of tragedy the story is deeply rooted in those two earthy fundamentals sex and money which makes the dubbed over vastness of the film soundscape that much more bewitching that was wow. really fucking good oh. Alice, Alice Stower. Stower. Oh, alright well that was really really good we have a winner I uh, really <laughs> like that it's a three star which I think is a very fair rating I'd give it like three and a half Yeah. Like yeah. you did. Um, let's see. Wow. Uh, Jonathan, three stars. Ideologically intolerable, yet often fascinating and intermittently, intermittently pungent. Preminger always seems to love biting off more than he can chew.
0: Yeah. So we've got, so you know, definitely yeah. some critical people. But fair. Um, he did like to do that.
1: Uh, Raphael Parker, three, three stars. I'll give it that. It's the best opera adaptation I've seen or gotten through, though, granted, I haven't seen that many opera, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> and then... Uh, uh, but in regards to the movie, this is the weakest film I've seen from him. Story and musical cues were overly generic, like we've seen and heard of this a thousand times, blah, blah, blah. Um, uh-huh. so blah, 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 blah. Uh, Hannah, three stars and a heart. Is it particularly good? Eh, that's debatable. Is it entertaining? Yes. yes. Yeah. And then, uh, uh let's see. <laughs> okay, I wanted to find one memey one and yeah. I got one. Okay, Brandon 3 stars. I'd go on a girls trip to Chicago with them. I'd be there gay. That's fine. Yeah. All right. So, I, I think girls we'll trip leave it to at
0: Chicago. It. That we'll train that. by the way, that's that streamlined yeah. beautiful train. I oh, was yeah. like, oh, I'll go to Chicago. Oh, let's all let's all go to sh-
1: Let's all go to Chicago. Let's,
0: let's all go, go to
1: Chicago. Chicago. Da, 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 da,
0: da. I love Chicago uh euphemisms like a Chicago overcoat. Is a, yeah. co- is a coffin
1: Chicago overcoat is a coffin it's because
0: all the mob stuff oh like and a Chicago typewriter is a Tommy gun oh my god you remember my slang obsession I like that it comes up a lot all you, got, right. you
1: got plenty of slang you don't got the pirate slang but you got the I don't have you that, got, you no, that. The, those are cool I got my those are cool. you know
0: the idea of Carmen Jones as like a noir is like oh yeah yeah that makes sense yeah. someone should do Carmen oh my god they could that that was a great review. I'm 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 in awe. <laughs> okay, in our director's chair this week, Otto Preminger was born December fifth, nineteen oh five, in Romania, uh, in a place. I, I'm sure this is not how you say it. Wiznitz. I, I I hope it is. <laughs> I mean, I love saying that. So um, I'm a fan. I'll never say it again because this is the only time it comes up. His parents, Marcus Preminger, he was an attorney and eventually became a criminal prosecutor. His mother, uh, Josepha Frankel, all I could find out was that her father was, like, in the lumber business. So we'll just call her the daughter of a wood tycoon. Mm. <laughs> um, he's uh so his family in 1914 fled uh romania and ended up going into austria to graz and it's because the russian army at that time was you Mm -hmm. know in world war one you know some shit was going on um so they moved to graz uh when he was nine years old oh it's worth mentioning he comes from a jewish family so when he was nine years old he was victimized by other boys for being jewish and he came home and tried to like tell his parents no i fell but they Mm -hmm. knew immediately what was going on and you know it like many of the directors we've spoken about, you know, the, the this is a common experience, you know. And um, But he was part of, you know, his father was, you know, upper middle class and they were very well educated. So they were very active in the city and, and sort of influential as anyone could be. He attended Catholic school, you know. I mean, again, okay. it's like and although they were Jewish, he's like, we, you know, we went once a year, Yom Kippur and mm. th- that was it like sure. we didn't really observe yeah. so um it, you know it sounds like a very familiar upbringing to me you know like we're not really that cri- right. you know we do christmas but yeah you know. we're chill chill. Um, like you said, his father knew, like, a little bit of Hebrew, but they really weren't observing. Uh, eventually, they moved to Vienna, and it's at that point that um, little Otto starts to really show an affinity for the arts, theater, opera, literature, acting. He also, though, had a heart murmur as a kid, so mm. no sports. So that oh, kind of okay. helped direct yeah, him into yeah, that. Creative. Um, I learned that, um, you know, he wanted to be an actor. That was his primary ambition initially. He actually played Lysander in a production of A Midsummer Night's Dream, Oh. which is amazing. Which, Lysander! Lysander! Look how I quake! Look how I tremble! <laughs> I do tremble! Oh, yeah. uh, um, <laughs> at some point, he... Okay, so, you know, his parents, I'm sure, didn't want him to go into that sort of thing, so he went and got a law degree. So in 1928, he's got a law degree. You know, look at this guy. This guy's got some shit going on. Also, he uh, one of my favorite films of his is Anatomy of a Murder, and it's a procedural film. So the fact that his father was a criminal attorney, I'm like, oh, that's very interesting. Yeah, Yeah, maybe. I mean, he must have some. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's in Austria, but you know, I guess. 1928. We're starting to approach some dangerous times theater. here. Um, in 1930, he directs his first film, uh, *Di Grosso Libre, which is The, the Great Love. Um, and he didn't really enjoy doing it that much. He really loved directing theater. That was mm. what he cared about. But he did it for the money, and he didn't think he would ever do it again. Like, he was like, I'm a theater guy. What are you talking about? And from 1931 to 1935, he directed 26 shows. Wow. It's a lot of work. Um, and at 1931, he got married to Marion Mill. This is the woman who <laughs> would be sort of the de facto but not really wife that he would be cheating on most of his mm-hmm. life as he lived like a bachelor. But apparently, he married her 30 minutes after she got her divorce finalized from her then-husband. Wow. There's, we don't like to waste time. He does not waste time. We do not waste he time. He bullied her into that. Um, oh, boy. No. Uh, while he was in Vienna, he made contact with Max Reinhardt, who had just established, like, an actor's studio, and he felt like this is fate, so he went and apprenticed himself. And it's through that that he got the experience, both as an actor and an assistant director and a lot of other things, that he was able to go and move out and do all this kind of theatrical directing work. Um, however, uh, as I mentioned, you know, it's uh, 1933. So, Hitler's rise to power, um, kind of unavoidable Mm -hmm. for people. And um, Preminger was incredibly pessimistic and he left by 1935. Um, His brothers said that a lot of people thought he was crazy because he was at the top of the heat, but Mm. he was like, no, this is, we're fucked. So, I'm out of here. Yeah. um, Hmm. Wonder if. I should, no, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> anyway, he left via Paris uh, and took the SS Normandy. And he spoke of his arrival in New York uh, on October 21st as his second birthday. So he was really committed to this, uh, yeah. this patriation or expatriation. Wow. Um, came to Hollywood, started directing some theater. And then, okay, so this is Hollywood in the 30s. So at first I'm like, what? He got a summons from the heads of Fox? you know like why would that happen but then it's like right because Hollywood just ran everything then they owned the yeah. police they owned the press they owned, like of course they had enough they don't do that now no not at all no. but I mean they really did it then they really I mean did. they yeah. really it like was, I mean LA secret. confidential that's all yeah, I'm basically yeah, yeah. talking about um, so he gets a summons from Joseph Skank. Remember Joseph Skank? Yeah. <laughs> and Daryl F. Zanuck, at 20, the founders of 20th Century Zanax. Fox. Zanuck's and, and Skank. Right. And this was at that era where they were poaching people from Broadway and they were looking yeah. for talent. Right. Yeah. Um, great time to be in the theater yeah. and wanting yeah. to move on. And so basically, he gets hired almost immediately. He's got all this experience. Come on. And so he directs some B movies, but he directs more. Um, There's so many. I can't list them all. There's too many. At one point, though, he starts commuting to Yale twice a week to lecture at their drama school. So um, that's a long commute. That's a lot, especially then. It's yeah, a lot of that's a long flyer period. miles. Um, some boss premature moves. I'm just gonna call out. Like I said, he challenged the production code a lot with the taboo themes. The film that came out before Carmen uh, Jones was called The Moon Is Blue, and it was released without the production code seal of approval. This was like one of the first films to ever do that, and it, you know, it did okay. Didn't mm, need it. There you go. Um, he made the film Man with the Golden Arm deals with heroin addiction bury me with
1: my golden arm i mean i'm just saying like bury me with my golden no
0: arm. films were not openly discussing those kinds of things now that movie is a little ridiculous but i i get it uh, anatomy of murder which i mentioned earlier uses words uh like rape sexual climax mm-hmm. sperm penetration those were all things that were like you can't put that in there and he put that it in stuff there doesn't exist it doesn't happen Um, And this is the beginning, the end of the production code. So, I mean, he he was very, very much challenging that shit. he directed Exodus and acknowledged blacklisted screenwriter Dalton Trumbo. Mm-hmm. I mean, he really, you know, he was like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like, this guy he doesn't. He had his finger on the pulse. He did. And he, he was... you know, he worked with cool people. He's an advocate. Yeah. I mean, Duke Ellington did the the jazz score for Anatomy of Murder. He did a number of jazz scores for his films. He worked his often the opening titles. Like, Carmen Jones was done by Saul Bass, who's like mm-hmm. a very famous um, graphic designer did a lot of great work but he did these opening title sequences for Preminger a lot too and mm-hmm. they're very good um, so he does cool shit um, he did cheat on his wife a lot though um, uh, and he lived like a bachelor and he had yeah. an affair with Gypsy Rose Lee Oh, uh, and they actually did have a son together and oh, she boy. forbid the s- him from ever rev- villain- yeah, thank you she forbade I just like the word forbade, she I, forbade was him. Oh, I like it I like it Basically, Oppenheimer... or Not Oppenheimer. Preminger. Uh, <laughs> wow. I just had OP Otto Preminger. Where, where where'd he come in? Where'd he come from? This is around his time, um, right? So he was the, around. the child that Gypsy Rose Lee had... It, that's, like, the famous, like, stripper, by the way, if you're not yeah. familiar. The burlesque, like, you know... Yeah. Gypsy, the music Gypsy. is about her. Yeah, okay. yeah. Just for, for those... Because it's my life! Yeah, mama's yeah. coming out. Yeah. Um, coming out. <laughs> but anyway, on... Um, the child they had together. It wasn't until he was 22 and premature was 60 when they finally met. Yeah. met. So, um, anyway, so kind of like just a wild, wild what existence. A what, what a ride! A ride. What Who a you, movie. Best supporting player. Who is it?
1: Oh, shit. Um. And uh, you know, Cindy Lou. That, that just what what a, what a, what a lovely.
0: I didn't look up that actor. I know. I, you
1: know what? I can. I can find it.
0: I, find her! Find her! Bring find her, her to me! Bring her to me! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know we got Diane Carroll, which, you know, oh, great, great first Diane Carroll. Real quick, real quick. Mert. She, I'm... She was disappointed that, like, she wasn't going to be Carmen. She's going to be Olga Mart- James as Cindy Lou, James.
1: I would say. But also... Uh, uh, Pearl Bailey is mine. Brock Peters, though. Brock as well. Peters is a. Brock Peters is Sergeant Brown. Pretty, he was memorable. Pretty, pretty awesome. And then, yeah, Pearl Bailey's a great choice. Yeah. Yeah, she's third billing. Um, Deserves it. There's everybody's, everybody's good in it. That's true. Yeah. Joe Adams is Husky Miller. Yeah.
0: Joe Adams is the one, like I said, who was Ray Charles' manager. Yeah. And yeah, he plays the prize fighter. They so. were all good. Everybody, everybody was good. Everybody was great. And I love the boxing scenes. And I don't normally care about boxing or anything, but it was something kind of exciting about yeah. that. Uh, would you watch a skit? Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, put it on again. Yeah, but, like-
1: I mean, it's not streaming. I'd rent it, but I, yeah, I we don't had to, mind. We had I had don't rent mind it. renting. I wouldn't. I, you know, if it was on, if it was, if it was streaming. I'm pleased that we
0: did. I'm pleased we covered this though. It was good. I am it was too. good for great suggestion. Oh, um, thanks! Just great. Yay! Yay! All right, uh things you can do to help this podcast. I keep forgetting about Patreon. I should mention that at the top. Got a we have a Patreon and I'm just gonna say it here. Stand uh, the up first,
1: and support
0: us. First, on Patreon. The first ten people who sign up for Patreon, I will write you a letter. Like a personal <gasps> She's a really good writer. I will well, I mean it might be just about what my cat's Whoa. doing her, her handwriting's really but nice. you'll get it'll be it'll be on it'll have stickers her, on and it stickers and you know maybe and kisses some, i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry, I mean, I'm sorry. maybe yeah. i don't know i'll kiss it maybe the very first one will get it you
1: write the thing and then i'll kiss it you'll do the lip like prints okay print.
0: oh no, 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 no that's gross no, I it's it, like it, the, I it gross. the lurleen lumpkin Yeah, thank you the, the assembly line yes yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah perfect <laughs> uh, the uh, best. The best. Good stuff. Um but yeah, you can hit us up on Patreon. Um we currently have one donation level, five dollars a month. That gets you bonus content. We currently have five dollars movie. For- yeah, five dollars. Five dollar for Oh, inflation killed that. Um, fucked up. Pretty we'll fucked never up. hear that Those song again. Those sandwiches are expensive <laughs> <They> now. Are. <laughs> measure our sandwiches in feet. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, you can also, if you don't uh, have the coin, that's okay. You can write us a review. If you've already done that, just tell a friend. Or just keep listening. You know, I mean, go back through the catalog, fall asleep to something. We appreciate that, too. Um, you can reach us on social media at Fresh Movie Pod. We want you more than we want your money. It's true. We... we you know the money, but we want your money. Like yeah. the money's great. <laughs> um, it's but it's really you know it helps pay us pay for podcasting costs. That's truly what it will go toward. Um, and by that I mean things like getting a third mic. Or, a breath of fresh
1: movie is supported
0: by listeners like you. Well, we need like more stickers and stuff. You yeah, know, and if we you, could we all such cool. Stickers. If y'all join the Patreon, then I got to order more stickers, and I want to do that. But, she wants to so bad. But at the moment, it's like, if there's no demand, then... You know. and then there's no supply. There's no supply. There's no supply. There's I'm no withholding. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just don't want a warehouse full of <laughs> fresh movie pillows or some shit. Anyway, this has fallen off the rails. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thanks. Okay.
1: Bye. Good night. Love you.